0: Unfortunately, guess who's back?
1: This is Beyond the Rig.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Rig. I'm Linda Dominey. If you notice, Stabler's missing. And I don't even have anybody to sit next to me, but today we have a very special... Oh, well, let's not say that, because if we say special guest, his head's going to swell, and it's already shiny... The last thing we need is for it to be big and shiny. (laughs) But welcome back all the way from Tennessee, our noodler who, uh, have you noodled? I don't know. We're going to find out, but it's Will, Will Phipps.
1: Nice to be back. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, As you can tell, my accent has changed a whole lot. It's been, what, almost a year? I feel like it's been over a year. Yeah, it was pretty bad when I was here, but it's gotten really, really bad You don't got to
0: tell me. I'm sitting here saying, huh? What did you say?
1: Yeah, they have (laughs) to have a special dictionary for me now. So we might have to have, what is that, uh, when they can read the captions on the bottom? Oh, closed caption? Yeah, this is going to be your first episode of closed caption. (laughs) The will will version? Yeah, it's kind of weird to be setting back in here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've always said setting, but not to that
1: yeah. So see, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Just like you no longer care when you're in Tennessee. Everything slows down your verbiage, your appearance and everything. Uh, now, nah, I, I think the last time I was on the show when we did our we little were weenie washer stories and all that. Oh, I remember
0: the weenie washer. Yeah,
1: I think I was about, what, 20 pounds lighter. And uh, are yeah. you saying
0: you are you oh, not walking anymore? So
1: here oh, I do walk, but it started like three months ago. So like for the first four months it was just salmon patties, potatoes and gravy. Oh, oh everybody calls you sweetheart.
0: Everything in Sweet butter.
1: Come in and just get it done. Yeah. yeah. I I tried blaming my wife. I said, I don't know what's wrong with the dryers out here. They're shrinking my clothes. <laughs> and uh we checked and it wasn't. It was me. I mm-hmm. felt like a can of biscuits busting out of certain clothes and I was like, You're over there stretching out your clothes. So <laughs> I'm getting back on the bandwagon. Yeah? Yes, I'm getting back on the bandwagon. Not this week.
0: It's, I mean, yeah, because you're traveling. Yeah. But it's tough because being back home, like, the food is good in the South.
1: Everything is good.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's
1: what I've learned. It's just like a, a culture shock to me to go back, and it's so hot. There's, like, I think it's 81 feet sea level. And I'm over there huffing and puffing. I hold my side of my hip when I go to walk (laughs) out here. I could do nine or 10 miles in Tennessee. I'm doing like nine or 10 feet. And I'm over there on the side of the lake. And some lady's like, are you okay, sweetie? I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes, I'm fine.
0: Bless your heart. Bless your heart. (laughs)
1: But little do they know, I know what that bless your heart means. Oh,
0: I know what it means, yeah, I'm too. I'm they're
1: getting passed up by people <laughs> with walkers on the path. I'm like, come on. Because
0: the heat's different. It
1: is. I change clothes about six times a day.
0: I know. Like, ah. you sweat so much.
1: Yeah, it's bad. Bad for my hair, just everything. You don't got to
0: tell me it's a bad hair day yeah, every day.
1: bad hair day every day.
0: I think I'd have to shave my head, too, because it frizzes. Like, it constantly frizzes over there.
1: I carry like a little, uh, it's not a squeegee, it's like a cloth. So it's like a little squeegee that you like have. It's like a sham wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. It couldn't <laughs> give, like your head, it conforms to it, and I just wipe the sweat off.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! I tried it,
1: like a, <laughs> a bandana around my head, and I looked funky. I felt like a like a I don't know a funky looking Dennis Rodman or a worm looking guy when I had a bandana. So People, not a good idea. No, nah, I was self conscious. I had to take it off.
0: I agree. I know when we go back <laughs> to Georgia, it's like oh my gosh, the summer we went one time. It's been a while in the month of August. Never again. Yeah. It was awful. And the worst part is, like, I, I've lived in other states <clears> other than Arizona. Florida is one of my favorites. Very humid. But you can hop in the water.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't get in the water out there. Why? So, so everything everyone heard about, you know, noodling and all that, is uh, scared to death. Scared to death of it. Snakes get in your kayaks out there. Yeah, like the... um. What are they called? The- Cottonmouth, water Oh, occasions. yeah, those are scary, yeah, man. I don't care if it's a green snake or black snake. I don't care what southern guy or girl is listening to this. He's done. My man card. You could have it, chop it up. I do not do snakes or spiders. And like everything is on my property is snakes and spiders.
0: They're they're mean. Like, they actually come after you. They'll
1: jump in your boat. Yeah, I told my wife, the first snake I saw up there came out of the foundation, and I said, I'm ready to burn the house down. <laughs> How long does it take for <laughs> homeowner's insurance to kick in? Because I am burning this place to the ground, and we're moving <laughs>
0: Just so you know, you can't do that. Yeah, I know. No, it's against the law. It's against the yeah. law. Yeah. But at least we, at least you didn't. You yeah. just thought about it. It's okay to think about yeah. it. Just don't react. Just don't act.
1: Yeah, I'm not a pyromaniac. Everybody <laughs> thinks why he left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you, so you came down. I know why you came down. We'll have to tell the audience why you came down. But it's, it was just nice. It was nice to see you. So here's, here's what happens. They say, hey Linda, guess what? Will's coming to town, and I'm like, what? Oh my gosh! I'd love to see Will. Did not know that Will was in town because I don't work in the same building that Will is now in. And the next thing you know, here's this tap, tap, tap at my door and there's this shine.
1: Large, you can say it, large, plumpy, white guy, ball looks like he's put on 20 pounds. <laughs> Mr.
0: Clean! <laughs> Mr. Clean was in the house. It was just
1: nice to see him, so. Absolutely, it was good to have human interaction.
0: Oh, I'm sure, because you've been working from home.
1: Yeah, so I go back and forth every once in a while to, like, the Lebanon Terminal. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now at home is working remotely, which is very weird to me. It's just... Well, you're a people person. Yeah, my wife works from home, and it's just me, wife, uh, three dogs, two cats, a hamster. And uh, it's funny, because when I turn my camera on to do, like, Teams meetings, my wife will be yelling. And the other day, I looked for the HR manager and wanted to complain because she was causing a hostile work environment. (laughs) I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> it, it's definitely different. It's definitely yeah. different. I had to go in and kind of retrain myself because, man, I love talking smack and just with the drivers you know? every day. And uh, there's nothing but trees.
0: Oh, and they don't talk back. Nothing. And your poor wife.
1: And the people are kind of weird and, and where I live at. And I just call them out. I am 100% positive that half of them don't even have electricity and no internet so they are not going to be watching this podcast oh uh, yeah there's some pretty strange folks over there where i'm from (laughs) yeah yeah there is no circle case like the gas station is called like big E's, and uh every like it's tobacco shops liquor shops and so everybody's either really drunk Uh. tobacco or car washes and i'm thinking half of them don't even have cars to wash and there's it's, it's funny. There's a lot of uh, craziness.
0: So do you live in a neighborhood and not in the country?
1: I live on the country. I live, I'm, I'm like three-tenths a mile away from a lake. And where I'm at is on a hill. So I'm on, it's like 1.2, 1.5 acres. Yeah. And, uh. It totally reset my hard drive when I went out there. Yeah. I was living here in the Valley. I used to think I was manly going out and trimming my palm trees oh, and the not little with bushes. 1.5 acres. And I had a little oh. kidney bean shape out there. And then we saw this house and my wife, we were living in the RV. So if, if anybody wants to know what my plan was, I told them that, hey, I'm going to live on a couple acres with right. an RV. Right. Uh, that didn't last too long at all. No? No. The first week. So I had to tell you this story really quick. So... <laughs> My caravan, when we left at like midnight, we're in there getting the house unpacked, and uh, I'm getting yelled at by everybody. The neighbors for being up and loud, the wife for things that I'm dropping, the kids, <laughs> the wife, the dogs are miserable. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is awful. I didn't even want to drive with any of them. I just wanted to take off, go to Mexico, and never be seen again. And uh, we take off in our little caravan. We drive till that night. We leave at midnight, so it's like 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. You're feeling half just delirious. We sleep, then we get up. That was the craziest day. I'm driving along, about get hit by 10 tractor trailers. I mean, literally, I have this trailer behind me. I'm getting pushed into the wall, and you know it was your hometown out there, your home state of Texas. So shout out they to don't Texas. Like, they don't like you. No, no, no. And here's the thing. So I wanted to tell don't you. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah, Drive friendly the Texas way, they say, <laughs> as I'm about killed 10 times. So we get up through this one spot and I watch this mobile home that literally it flips over on its side. It's in the dirt. I'm watching these two tractor trailers get entangled. It's probably a hundred yards up ahead. Uh And then all I see is this steer tire. I watch it come off the truck. It's bouncing. It's kind of like a rock when you're here and you watch them. So this steer tire is coming. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get my truck just wiped out. I'm probably going to die. All of my crap's in the back.
0: And out of your caravan.
1: It bounces over the cable. It's coming right to me. So I'm just over there bracing for impact. I'm like,
0: dang, Oh no! it's going to
1: just mess me up. It bounced right at the side of my truck door. The driver's side door, right there. I'm waiting for impact, and then it bounces the other way and just goes right in the center of the interstate. It wasn't meant. Yeah, that, that was it. So that was my story. I wanted to share with you. Hey, that like, was the friendly way. No, it Look, was not Texas. That Take was, those billboards down.
0: It was the friendly way. That that Mm-mm. that tire could have could have hit you, and it didn't. It stopped and said, "Hang on, we ain't gonna hurt him." No,
1: but they not didn't today. drive, so that's why they wrecked, because they're driving aggressive out there. But
0: were they from Texas?
1: Probably. Not. Absolutely. Probably it, was a day not. it was a day cab. It probably. was a day cab. They weren't transporting that mobile home anywhere but Texas, I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> they probably came across from New Mexico. right?
1: <laughs> so that, that gets me to Tennessee. We get there in Tennessee that night in the RV. It's, it's frozen. There's like four inches of snow on the ground. Everybody's hating everybody at this point. So we try the whole, for like a month, in the RV. Our our little room was in the back, if you call it a bedroom. Uh, Everybody's sleeping (laughs) in the front. So mind you, we had a hamster, me, my wife, uh, two kids, three dogs, two cats, and it's like all in the RV. The kids aren't taking care of the litter box. The dogs are annoying me. They get up in the middle of the night, and all you hear is (coughs) they're all across the floor, and it's just like you can't get up to go to the restroom without the whole trailer shaking. It's (laughs) like oh my god. So finally, after a month. It was like my wife. I was like, she seriously said, I'm going back to Arizona. I'm I'm like, okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's where we were all at. It was like we were ready to divorce each other from the whole family. So anybody that says, oh, you know what, honey, I'm going to live off the grid, test the strength of your relationship because you go to a dark, dark place. My wife was on Zillow. She went down, found this home. She goes, hey, you got to come check this house out because we had no plans on buying a house. It was like literally we're going to – Build a cabin, just like I had said. That's my dream of, hey, get the lumber, do all that. Totally off the table. My wife was 100 mile an hour down to this little town. She's like, come check it out. I get at the bottom of the hill, and I'm looking up, and I'm like, (laughs) are you kidding me? This driveway is straight up, and this house is on a hill, and it's surrounded by woods. It looks like something really creepy. The neighborhood's nice, so you always check out things when you go into, like, Tennessee, and you're in the woods. You look for, like, engines in their front yard, or broken down cars, or dogs on chains. So none of that. So I go up there, we get the house, fast forward, and remember I'm talking about my whole trimming of the bushes and everything out here, two hours. I I leaf blew for like three hours. (laughs) This tidal wave of pine needles down the hill, it's like covering the whole street. It took me like, Two days, solid, like eight to 10 hours to mow the yard. And I thought, okay, oh, this sure. is a one-time thing. No, every time. I tried getting a riding mower from my dad. He brings it down there. The riding mower, I'm riding down the hill. It's just out of control. He's yelling at me because I'm about to rip the deck off. <laughs> and uh, it gets messed up. So no riding mower. So I had to get a push mower. And uh, literally, You're can-
0: pushing 1.5 acres? Oh,
1: yeah. It resets your hard drive every time. I get depressed when I have to weed eat. Like I bought like three weed eaters and I tried that junk from Walmart. I'm like, can't nah. do it. You got to get the nah. good stuff. Tractor Supply. Yeah, I, I got to go get, get the something.
0: brand. I think it's called Echo, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, those are really really good. Yeah,
1: I haven't been that smart yet, so I tried this. Well, other I'm junk. trying to
0: help. I'm trying to help my Tennessee friend out.
1: But it's been uh, it's been crazy. So I'm over here six hours consistently every two to three weeks, and you're just praying, please, please rain. You so, don't, yeah, don't let the grass grow.
0: So do you get um. Does Tennessee do the pine needles in the flower beds?
1: Oh, there's everything.
0: There's like weed. you know, some people put mulch, and we in Arizona they do rock. Yeah, but do they put the pine needles in there? Mulch.
1: They do mulch. Yeah, they do mulch. I want that crap gone. Yeah, I, I don't that like. Kills mulch. everything. So there's mushrooms growing everywhere. Our our property the and the trees. insects
0: love the mulch. I've never understood the mulch.
1: Yeah, there's lots of ticks. So
0: oh. everything
1: we thought we knew we were ready for out there, totally not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get rid of that mulch. I wow. miss
1: Arizona. I miss all the people, the softball. It was good to get back around with them, and it felt really weird.
0: Yeah, like to come I, back.
1: Yeah, so when you normally, like, you make eye contact now. I, I passed a girl in the hallway here at at the company, Yeah, and I was feeling all weird. The first day I was back, I'm, like, looking at the ground, like, I don't know what to say. Like, you just don't have any interaction. Because
0: you forgot what that interaction was like.
1: Social skills just go downhill quickly.
0: I could see that. You know,
1: I have to go to the grocery store, talk smack out there. Oh, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> the He's country thinking. people do not know how to take you they no? do not oh they're not ready for me i go into that town over there and i'll tell you six million people here to five thousand people where i'm from over there and you I know the town it.
0: is already talking you see that man just by that house Yep. Oh, you know they all know
1: my daughter they all know yeah my daughter got a, a speeding ticket in the little town so i had to Uh-oh. go to the court and uh like the judge so nice yeah, so nice. but she calls every every person coming in good or bad, sweetie. So it was good.
0: Good or bad?
1: <laughs> yeah, good or. <laughs> did bad. Did she get away with it? She did. Yeah, yeah, she did. So, one, one year they said, "Hey, don't do anything for one year. Keep up your school, stay off of the throttle." I'm gonna give you and a break. You're good.
0: Yeah, my um my niece, she had gotten a ticket, and it's a small town, and boy, you can get away with murder in the small towns because they're like, "All right, honey, that we know you." who you can to, we know who, you, or we know this person mm-hmm. that knows that person. We're going to go and let you go because of that. Like, it's just crazy.
1: It is. Everybody flies on these back roads. Like there's no sidewalks. Yeah. So you'll come across a hill, a blind hill, and you're like this right here looking to make sure you're not going to hit anybody. Yeah. And there's somebody standing right in the road just walking.
0: So do y'all have, do you have to worry about like deers crossing the, the road? I just, that's a scary part too, driving through some of that. Because the the trees are so massive on the sides of the roads and you're driving and at night you got to drive in the center so that if a deer does run out you have time to
1: i've been react. taught to square up and hit them don't break don't swerve
0: oh you poor to. bambi
1: defensive driving at its finest
0: no it's true
1: yeah yeah i still get scared and think about it
0: bambi <laughs> yeah because nobody really wants to hit them there was a dog that was dead today on the way to work you didn't um, scoop it up scoop it up
1: scoop it up that's what, that's what the Southerners do. If they find a like roadkill, they get it off the road.
0: No, I did not carry stop a shovel and scoop a it
1: up. Carry you a shovel. I carry fishing rods, a little Dude, shovel. Dude, I'm not
0: scooping up somebody's dead animal. Like Why?
1: That.
0: that was so sad to see. But you have to get it off the road.
1: No. See, you need to go back to find your Southern roots.
0: Okay, can you go? You know where? I'm going to tell you where it's at. You go scoop it up with Where's your shovel. Where's it at now?
1: <laughs> well, it's probably rotted by now. It's probably been sitting in the sun. How many days ago was it? Just today. Oh, let's well, yeah, still fresh. Plenty of time. Go get it. Yeah, somebody lost their poor pet, and you ain't even gonna do I anything know, and about it, was it. So
0: sad. See? He wasn't alive.
1: You need to find your southern roots again. I
0: didn't hit him. He
1: could have been alive.
0: I didn't hit him. You I could have been the deciding factor. I drove factor. around. I didn't even drive over him. I drove around.
1: See, poor thing. He was probably begging you to hit it. Like, please put me on my, my
0: misery. <laughs> I think of that too. I'm like, oh, like that's awful. Uh, yeah. So, well, cool. Absolutely. Well, so I know you took on a new role.
1: I'm now in recruiting. So uh, man, honestly, I could not be more happy with any role that I think I've ever done in transportation besides recruiting. Uh, so my, my main role is troops to transport. So me and one other young lady here at the company, it was an honor to be chosen for it, number one. So uh, not, I'm not a vet, and to have been talked about for my name to do this role was kind of like, okay, it says something. And uh, I'm new. The first three people that I've talked to, uh, it's been an eye-opening experience because I'm me. There's no script. Right. These, these are things that come naturally. It just and, comes uh,
0: into your nugget, out your mouth. Yep, and, yep.
1: Uh, and when you're talking <laughs> – when I'm talking to drivers, right? it's like, they thank you for calling them back. I literally, the first two out of the three, they said, wow, I've been trying for, you know, weeks, months to get a hold of recruiters. And uh, I always set a timer. I'm like, I'll call you back in five minutes. I called him back in four. And one guy's like, wow, you actually kept your word. You kept your word. So communication. So we go through and I tell them, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm here to make you you know, successful because right. they found out you're a driver in all of your roles and all that. So it's just a conversation is uh, – I think I should have been doing that a long time ago. Really? Because I truly enjoy getting to get people in, in the seats here for our company. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't doing it a long time ago, honestly.
0: Wow. It seems like
1: it comes more natural than any role. I will say that recruiting – is that people think, oh, I'm going to go to recruiting.
0: That's a tough gig. There are
1: so many processes and tags and computer work. I'm over there like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so if anybody out there is ever thinking about just being a recruiter, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. There's for a lot. sure. For sure. But it, it feels to me like that is the most rewarding role because of you're always going to have open trucks and uh, retention. So and that, that's just what I want to bring to the table is try to put a new spin on it. So not only go in and, and be the most honest recruiter, because let's face it. You got to be honest. You know, you have to be up front because you can get them into class. And when they find out that you fed them a line of uh, the not so chicken salad, <laughs> then, uh, then they want to go. So right. I want to get them in the door and then follow them through the whole process. You know, find yeah. out each month, each week, they have your cell phone number. And then they call you and you answer. They're blown away. It's like they look at you like you invented fire. Like, this is pretty simple, man. You answer the phone, you communicate, keep your word, uh, yeah. retain the driver, yeah. and let them know that, hey, you're an advocate for them. Right. And, uh I don't know. It feels very rewarding. Yeah. Haven't felt that. You always feel good about your job, but it's just like, wow, how come you were not doing this a long time ago?
0: Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, I know when they told me that you were going to go to recruit, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the gift of gab in recruiting – Perfect spot for him.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah,
0: like it'd be perfect. I mean, you love people; you get to talk to people. Um, I know you like to talk to people in person, but you'll talk to them on the phone. That's <laughs> what I tell them. Fine. I said
1: I have a face for the radio. You wouldn't want to see me in person over here.
0: So, do you do you offer them the ability to do a teams? Because you're talking to vets. <clears throat> I mean, you can talk to anybody, right? But you're talking. You're you're mainly trying to recruit um, troops.
1: Uh, That are getting ready to be discharged. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Some of them are six months out. Some of them are nine months. Some are a couple weeks. So the only time I do a, uh, like a team's call where they can see your face is uh, like today at noon. There's like 50 to 60 people on this call. And you're over there and they're at this CDO school, Mm -hmm. but they are in the process of looking for a company. And I'm thinking, this is honestly like shooting fish in a barrel. You hear other people talk and it's just like, they've never driven. They're, they're over there like they're reading a script saying, come to our company. We right. are the best. We have this to offer. And when you start talking, it's just like, I tell them, find that one person, latch onto that person. Because if you find someone good, it's not me. You know, I'm not trying to sell myself, but I'm trying to let them know. You find that one person you can count on. Get with that company. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to make money. That's all you're doing. You're speaking of the financials of the company, their equipment. That's all the basics. I mean, they really don't care about the history. They want to know, am I getting a paycheck? What kind of equipment? How fast do they go? They don't even care about that. Yeah, yeah, because some of them are like, well, how fast do your trucks go? And then you kind of go in and speak as a driver, and they're like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, you drove? Yeah. Yeah, It's totally different than the other. Then
1: they start opening up. So long before I was even in the in the my conversation of doing recruiting, I jumped on one of those troops to transport calls, and uh, I put my cell phone number out there with the gentleman. Just you know, kind of see how it was. They started texting, calling, and I'm like, man, I am so sorry. I'm not even in the role yet, but it was it was very cool and humbling. How many people reached out? Yeah, reached out and want to uh, follow you.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is great. I mean, you're perfect for that. You're just you're just you're naturally good with people. I know when I saw you at the um, uh, at the terminal, there was a, I don't know if you remember, but I was walking a gal over to the DDM who, cause she needed a, uh, wanted to use the company van, and they have the keys, so I was taking her over there to get the keys, and all of a sudden you see her, and you're like, whoa, did you graduate already? Like, instantly, it was like, I was like, there's Will, Will's on fire, you were already making the funny jokes. You were giving her a hard time, and that just made her feel like you like you cared, and it's because you did. And so I think um, in the recruiting role, I think you just have that natural ability to show people that you truly do care. So I know you still take your cell phone, and I always after you said that I always thought, you know what, that's what I need to do into my cell phone because I put driver's information, but I never put something that reminds me who this person is, right? Because you have, I mean, I know I have a lot of drivers in my, in my cell phone and I may not remember each and every one of them because I don't talk to them all the time. But after you said, yeah, I just put something like red shoe or whatever it remind is. You and remind you call them by you. their first
1: name. When they, when they, when they <clears> call <throat> you, you say, Hey, how's it going Deshaun? Yeah. And they're like, Whoa, you still remember me? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we had a conversation.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I took that, um, and I'm working on that in mind because I know I talk to a lot of drivers. Um, and I mean, yeah, I have them all on my cell phone, but I don't always remember the conversation. And so I try to make sure I put something in there Mm -hmm. to remind me so that when I talk to them, boom, that triggers, I know exactly who it is. I'm on the phone with.
1: It makes you feel good. It's kind of like, I know you have driver appreciation coming Coming up here real soon and across the country. And, uh, it's really cool when somebody calls you six months, you know, from now, yeah. or they work for a totally different company. They thank you. It's like, hey, I'm sorry it didn't work out for a night. We, you know, we go in and try to retain anybody, any Absolutely. company. You always want to try to offer. Sometimes it's not just about money; it's how they're treated. Right. But setting that foundation, I never had the opportunity. I always depended on other people, so sometimes. I got passed along something that wasn't quite told something accurately. So I'm trying to do damage control at that point, but to take it from the foundation and And, seeing them get to class and then make sure the process, it's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Well, that's the best part is you've been in that spot where the drivers come in Mm -hmm. and come to class and you've been that person who's met them. And so, you know, from experience what things work, didn't work, should have been done, that wasn't done, or whatever. Um, and now you're that person who's ensuring when they make it to class that everything's perfect.
1: Because you get to reach out and help develop everyone else, even though that's not your responsibility. Yeah. It, it's called pride. I have a lot of pride in, in the work ethic to want to help them, like yeah. facilitators, even DDMs, I mean, even terminal managers. I mean, we're all in the same boat here, so I want to help you fill your company and your trucks, your right. business model, with quality drivers. Right. And it's good.
0: Well, Will, it was great having you back. I I miss you, Will. I miss you sitting next to me. Not that I don't miss not uh not that I don't like hanging out with Stabler cuz Stabler and I have a different vibe. But I miss you, Will.
1: I miss all you guys. Thank yeah, you for having I, me back.
0: I miss you at the terminal. I miss your sarcasm. <laughs> I miss your shiny head. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it was a good it was a good time. It was I won't lie, it was uh it was nice to see you standing there in my office door.
1: It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, like it it just felt and it's funny because I always say, um, when you meet when you meet friends and they leave, you just know just how good they were when they come back and you're it's like you didn't leave. It's like you never left. We caught up real quick, boom, done.
1: That's what it felt to me.
0: Yeah, like that's just awesome.
1: This trip here is going to be more sad for me leaving than when I originally moved away. Because yeah. it was just kind of like, okay, go, do your thing. But now it's like I've been gone for almost a year. I've seen everybody. I've seen the changes. Everything feels so positive, just yeah. the human interaction. And then I get to, get to go back. Well, I dread the drive. I dread the, like, the... Ugh, the uh,
0: How long is that drive?
1: 28 hours.
0: So this man could have flown here. But he... <laughs> It was a good idea to drive again. Like, how many times did you make that trip, oh just my. trying to move out there? A couple, yeah. Too
1: many. I should have just gave everything away. <laughs> I could have opened up a literally my own Goodwill store. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Next time I move anywhere, inflatable furniture.
0: Inflatable. So, yeah. are you, so with this, ne- he drove because he's trying to move the rest of his stuff. So, with this, with this next move of the trailer being loaded. Are you done?
1: That's it. That's it? That's it.
0: So when are you coming back? Because that feels pretty final for me.
1: I'm going to to be completely honest. I'm looking at at least another year. Another year. I have to let the water source build back up out here. And the cost of living, everything kind of settle down right now. And we have to meet certain goals for our home. Because of the investors in Tennessee. So we have to stay in that so long.
0: We have to stay in it two years.
1: Yeah, it's something crazy, something crazy. Yeah. But yeah, after that, uh, everything, hopefully, everything calms back down.
0: Yeah. And then you'll be back?
1: I My goal, 98% is to be back.
0: Did y'all hear that? That's not 100%. I have to, you know my I wife. I did not get no,
1: 100%. My wife loves Tennessee and she sees that she's going to be like, oh, you're telling them you're moving back next week. And she loves Tennessee. I'm like, oh my gosh, she loves it. And she comes here. So here's the
0: key. Here's the key get the RV. No, I Move never want to see another RV. everybody back into
1: the RV. I will, I will live in a lean to build up in the desert before I will ever go back <laughs> in an RV again. A lean to lean to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Well, Will, it was great. It was great seeing you. Thank um, you for
1: having me. Thank
0: you for coming back on and sitting and chatting with us. And hopefully, y'all enjoyed that. That was just a quick segment to say. Goodbye to a friend again who is leaving us. No. Yes. He's leaving us. Not leaving night, but leaving us (laughs) from Arizona one more time. How many times is he going to turn his back on us before?
1: Zero. (laughs) I'm there in heart (laughs) and soul and spirit.
0: (laughs) He's here. Yeah. Anyways, it was great. It was great, Will. Thank you. We'll see you. Thank you. Thank you. We enjoyed bringing this show to you, and we hope you had fun along the way, too. We're going 10-10 for now, but you can catch us on the side on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Beyond the Rig and Drive Night. Until next time, be safe out there and keep trucking.